Hello, Shavuot Tov. This is Shani Tarragon on behalf of Mizrahi's Daily Dose on the Daf. On today's Daf, Sukkah Daf Dalid 4, the Gemara begins by discussing the statements of the opening mission of the Masechet that a Sukkah more than 20 Amotol is invalid and cites several rulings that have been circulating in the Beit Midrash of Ravashi. Today's Daf ends with the next ruling of the Mishnah, Vishay Nagavo Asaratvachim, a Sukkah that's not at least 10 Tzvachim high, is invalid. The Gemara cites the biblical source for this requirement. The Aron, the Holy Ark, was 9 Tzvachim tall, and the thickness of the kapora, the cover that was on top of the aron, was one tefach, and Hashem instructs regarding this area, There I shall meet with you and speak with you from atop the kaporet cover. From here we learn that Hashem's imminence resides in the domain above ten tefachim from the ground. Tomorrow's staff continues this halachic discussion regarding earthly and heavenly domains while employing numerous agadot of chazal. Various Rishonim explain that the Mishnah's minimal height requirement is based primarily on halachic factors essential to the building of a sukkah. Tosfod and the Ra'ah, for example, explain that this teaching establishes a general rule that any legal wall, such as those used to create private domains on Shabbos, must be minimally ten tefachim tall. Or the Me'iri, who writes that it's referring to a minimal space of ten tefachim, because anything less than ten tefachim is not considered an appropriate dwelling. The Ritva raises another halachic explanation, namely the schach. If the schach is less than ten tefachim high, then it's not qualified as schach, a covering of a space. If ten tefachim or more are not present, then the covering doesn't constitute schach. The Gemara also explains in the name of Rava that a sukkah less than ten tefachim tall is also considered a dira srucha, an odious dwelling, as the Rambam explains that the problem is not the structure of the domain, but the actual manner of sitting, sitting somewhat comfortably in the sukkah. The Rishonim, in short, explained that the Mishnah's minimal requirement of ten tefachim is based essentially on halachic components of a sukkah, the walls, the space, the schach, the sitting and living conditions, yet the Gemara focuses much more on the height requirements as based on spiritual factors established based on hashra'at hashchina, the manner in which Hashem resides in our midst. This idea that relates directly to the sukkah as a reminder of the Ananeha Kavod, the clouds of glory that served as the primary manifestation of Hashem's presence in the wilderness. The Gemara then is teaching us practical halachot and simultaneously explaining that the basis of these halachot is a fundamental spiritual concept, creating or actually recreating a space for the Shekhinah in which to dwell, just as it did in the Midbar through the Ananeha Kavod, just as it did in Har Sinai, and allowed for Moshe to bring the Torah from the heavenly spheres down to the earth, and just as it did atop the Aron and the Kaporet in the Mishkan. Numerous sugyot in our Masechet will relate to this idea and enhance our appreciation of the Sukkah as a pseudo-Kodesh Kadashim, a holy of holies, the innermost chamber of Shir Hashirim, an opportunity to dwell in the midst of the presence of the Shekhinah. Shavua Tov